This is Dr. Chad Edwards, and you are listening to podcast number 67 of Against the Grain. What guy doesn't want to maximize their testosterone? Through using all natural and organic ingredients, men now have an option for a locally made paraben and sulfate-free shampoo, conditioner, and face wash. Not only does Dude's Manly products smell great, which drives ladies crazy, by the way, in a good way, they put a unique spin on their shampoo with it actually having a dark gray color because of the coconut shell charcoal that is used to remove the toxins. Dude can be purchased at the Tulsa Men's Shop and also online at www.dudemanlystuff.com. That's D-O-O. D manlystuff.com. Welcome to Against the Grain Podcast with Dr. Chad Edwards, where he challenges the status quo when it comes to medicine. We get into hot topics in the medical field with real stories from real patients to help you on your way to a healthy lifestyle. Get ready because we're about to go, 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 go. against the grain. Hello, hello, everybody. This is the super tall Marshall Morris, and today I am joined with Dr. Chad Edwards, who believes that 80% of medical recommendations are crap, technically speaking here. He is the author of Revolutionize Your Health with Customized Supplements. He served in the U.S. Army. He is the founder of RevolutionHealth.org and the Against the Grain podcast, as well as being a, a board-certified physician. Dr. Edwards, your reputation precedes you now at this point, I believe. <laughs> you know, again, as always, I'm like, who are you talking about? Yeah. How anyway. are you doing today? Are you, are you feeling pretty good? I am feeling really good. It's, okay. it's been kind of a long week, but I've had several shifts in the emergency room this week, and which is good and bad. Sure. It, it's, you know, uh, you know, I've got to maintain some of that because it, it really helps me expand in the functional medicine realm. It adds, I think, some validity to when i say you know what you're doing is crap if you're not like in the realm if you're just like out there you know doing something completely way different it's it's, it's a good thing and i think my patients benefit from it it helps you know keep those horizons broad so um real quick question we are going into the fall here okay and uh for As a lot of yesterday at 9 22 to be exact well i mean but who's keeping track <laughs> um uh, so the thing that i wanted to address with you real quick is who are you rooting for this football season gosh you know i'm a that's so tough that's I'm, it well uh, you're gonna upset most of the people listening except for one core segment with yeah, whatever your well, answer is and here's the thing i i grew up an ou football fan you okay. know so uh, I'm, i I don't get into pro too much you know born and raised in tulsa we don't have a professional team here sure you know we kind of have to latch on to the dallas cowboys and uh I, I just never could really get into it so i've always i root for the big 12 uh you know unfortunately i don't think that the big 12 is doing all that hot uh, so i i like ou but I went to OSU for medical school. I like OSU also, you know, so, you know, maybe it's just me being schizophrenic or maybe it's me not wanting to commit, but I like OU. I like OSU. I want both of them to succeed. I want them to do well. You know, how do I not hate one of them? I don't know. It's one of the many ways that I'm just weird. Well, I, then I probably shouldn't bring up that, um, my team, the real OSU Ohio state just pummeled (laughs) Oklahoma. Yes, they um, so, did. So, no, let's get into it. What is the hot topic for uh, the podcast episode today? What are we talking about? Yeah, so I had a patient come in this week that uh, had actually been seeing my nurse practitioner, and she came in for uh, hair loss. You know, her hair was thinning. And when I looked at her, I was like, you know, I don't know what your hair looked like before, but I mean, your hair looks good. And, 
she kind of saw that look on my face and she's like, don't be fooled by this. I have hair extensions. And so she did have hair extensions. And when, when she showed me her hair was, uh, was quite thin, um, you know, beyond that, I don't know what she looked like before. I was taking over cause, uh, Courtney, our, our nurse practitioner moved to Florida. Uh, so we don't have her anymore. Uh, so she was coming to me to help me manage or to, for me to help her manage her hormones. And she was saying that we did hormone pellets and her hair loss got worse, you know, so what in the world could be happening? And so, you know, as she was talking through this, I was like, you know, this is, it's a common thing that I get women specifically that will come in for hair loss. And what can we do about that? And so I figured it'd be a good thing to talk about hair loss for women in this podcast. Uh, so that's what we're talking about today. So are we talking about what's causing hair loss or ways to defend against hair loss or what? what is, why is this a hot topic that all the listeners need to hear? Well, we do so many bioidentical hormones. It's one of the side effects that we can get. Uh, you know, when we're trying to optimize testosterone in our female patients, uh, certainly in our men patients as well, just many times it's a different mechanism for hair loss, uh, although it can be very similar at the same time. Uh, but because we do a lot of hormones, it's a known side effect uh, that you can, some women can have. And, but then they also, we do so much thyroid that many women will come in just with, you know, my hair is thinning or it may be one of their symptoms or, you know, one of the listeners, you know, you may have some hair loss and have nothing to do where you, you don't, you're not thinking that it's thyroid or you're not thinking that it's hormone related. So what is this now to separate, we're not talking about universal causes of hair loss. I'm not going to cover the whole spectrum. We don't have enough time to do that. Uh, I'm going to talk about generalized uh, hair loss on the top of the head. There are some conditions like alopecia areata, which is little patches of hair loss. There are some conditions like alopecia universalis or totalis, where you don't have any hair from head to toe. You don't have eyebrows. You don't have underarm hair, pubic hair. You don't have anything. You no, not a hair follicle on your body. So we're not going to get into that. Uh, the uh, many of those are autoimmune related. Uh, there's some conditions associated with those. So we're, that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is the the woman that comes in and she's her hair is thinning. And what do you do about it? Uh, and then we'll talk about how it's related to thyroid and to the hormone replacement therapy that we do in the clinic. And what can we do about it? So pretty much the spectrum on that. But it's that little niche that it's not it, it's not patches. Alopecia areata is those patches where you know, it looks like you've got a hole uh, in your hair production and there's this bald spot right there. A totally different mechanism uh, for what causes that. So we're not getting into those kinds of things. So, so why would hormones in the first place affect hair loss? Well, and that's, we're definitely going to get into that. I, th I figured the, the best way to start with this would be to talk about the phases of hair. You know, some people think okay. that, that your, your hair is just there, you know, and it, and it's constantly in this growing state, you know, it, I thought it was just kind of, you know, like how you used to do, do that elementary school science experiment with the potato and the grass seed and you, you grow the hair on top of the potato. Maybe that was just my school. Nobody else did that. But um, I just thought it just kind of, you know, just sprouted out and just kind of came out and it just would keep going until it never stopped. Ch-ch-ch-chia. Yeah. Ex exactly. You're with me now. Yeah. Okay. I got it. All right. I got it. I wanted, I always wanted the Obama Chia head. I <laughs> <laughs> thought that was a good idea. There you go. Anyway. Um, okay. So hair, hair itself, it's not in this constant phase of just having a hair follicle and it just begins growing and it grows at I don't know, one inch a year or whatever the, the rate is for different people. Uh, but it, and it just keeps growing longer and longer and longer. One and longer. inch a year? Oh, I just made that. Number. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. No. It's okay. it's longer. It's more than that. Okay. Probably. 
For some people. I don't know. Maybe not everybody. Sometimes I wish my hair wouldn't grow at all because then I wouldn't have to go get it cut. There you go. It's a pain. I don't have time for that. Okay. I, what I need, I need a mobile barber. I need them to come to my office and cut my hair at lunchtime. I think I think we might be able to go into business together about that. Because I don't, I'm not joking. In fact, one of my other good friends, um, he has the same issue. And it might be, I might need to get a haircut at the first of the month and it might be three weeks because I just can't find time to do it. I know that sounds stupid, but it's true. Sure. Uh, So, and then of course the time I can is when everybody else can too. So the line's out the door. Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. I got to go. Anyway. So the, your hair doesn't grow in this constant, you know, each, and when I say hair, I mean a hair follicle, one hair strand. It doesn't begin its life and grows at a set rate throughout the life of the hair and it stays there forever that's just not what happens there are actually two phases uh, to to your hair and you have a growth phase and a resting phase and the growth phase is called anagen a-n-a-g-e-n anagen and typically on average that's about three years uh, of of the lifespan of the hair three years uh, of this growth phase then you have a resting phase which is called uh, telogen, T-E-L-O-G-E-N. And that's actually about three months. And you have this in that period of time where you're in the telogen phase, uh, the, that resting hair stays in its follicle. So it's almost like it's a, a dead hair, so to speak, uh, even though hair is dead. But anyway, uh, so that resting hair stays in its follicle until it's pushed out by a new antigen hair, almost like, you know, your child, your, your, uh, Kid tooth, adult yeah. tooth. What am I trying to say? Kid yeah. tooth? Yeah. Yeah. My my children teeth, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so the as the new hair grows in, it will bump that one out. And you can tell because the hair, you know, it has the follicle with it and, you know, the, the whole thing. So uh, for the average person, you know, on your on your head, you've got hair that cycles. Uh, so it there are. You know, across the top of your head, you'll have five to fifteen percent of your hair are in the telogen phase at any given time. So it's not like you know, from front to back, all one hundred percent of your hairs are in antigen or telogen. They're each follicle is kind of doing its own thing, and five to fifteen percent of those will be in the telogen phase at any time. That's why you know you might lose a hundred hairs off your head a day, and that's just normal uh, because it's in this constant state of uh, of, uh, of of cycle. There is a condition, and this is the first condition that we'll talk about, and it's called telogen effluvium. And that is where, you know, we got these two different phases, the antigen and the telogen, and effluvium means outflow. And so basically something happens, and we'll talk a little bit about that, where all of the hairs on your head will go into this telogen phase and and basically stop growing. It just kind of shocks everything. It's like those fainting goats. Sure. You know? So something that happens, they all just go and fall over. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same thing. Uh, but because those hairs will often stay in place until the new antigen phase kicks in, uh, they will often stay there. So uh, you'll get this latency period where you have an event that happens that causes all of your hairs to go into this shock telogen uh, phase uh, at this kind of at the same time. And then uh, the antigen phase will kick in and you'll start growing new hairs. And when that happens is when all the hair starts falling out. Uh, so it, it's not something happened on Friday. My hair fell out on Tuesday. That's not it. That's, that's not telogen effluvium. Uh, so 
intelligent effluvium, standard intelligent effluvium will last less than six months. So some some single inciting event, and there are a few that can can trigger this. Things like there's some kind of physiologic stress, and they can be nonspecific. We don't know exactly. You know, there's just here's what we've seen associated with these things. Uh, psychological stress. So if you have a lot of psychological, mental, emotional type stress, that can trigger this. Um, hormonal changes, and that's a big thing that we deal with in our clinic. So thyroid hormones, you know, sex hormones, those kinds of things can certainly trigger these things. And there's a whole host of medications, things like beta blockers, anticoagulants, retinoids, propylthiouracil, which is a thyroid-related medication, carbamazepine, immunizations, all kinds of things can shock the system and put it into this telogen effluvium phase. And you'll see uh, a large number of these of these hairs all go into this phase at the same time. And, uh, you know, it's, you might have between one and six months between when you have this inciting event and when all the hair starts shedding. So it can be very difficult to identify that inciting event. And we'll talk about, uh, after we come back from our break in a minute, we'll, we'll talk about what do we do uh, about this. There's another type of hair loss called anagen effluvium. So again, effluvium means the outflow or the outpouring. Um, and that is what we would see with like um, a patient with chemotherapy. It's targeting the hair in its growth phase instead of in the telogen phase. And so there you will see fairly rapidly a large shedding of hair, uh, whereas you know with the telogen effluvium, it can be a, a big latency period. Uh, and when you have that antigen effluvium, then you can it can change the type of your hair. So you can have straight hair before you go into this antigen effluvium for any number of reasons, and you might come back with curly hair. It can be complete. It's just completely different. It kind of screws things up. Do you think um, I would look better or worse with curly hair? Only if you, I think you might look better, but only if you, um, you dyed it red, like, or orange. Orange. Yeah. Like a go with the Ronald McDonald thing and okay. just rock it. I, I think I could do that. I think you could rock it. I don't know that you would look better, but I think you'd rock it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> How about that for an answer? Um, and so that's one of the big ones that we see. And when we have patients that come in with that, and we'll talk a little bit more about this after the break in a minute, um, but when the key to that is identifying what caused this. And then you fix that, and it takes care of the telogen effluvium. Uh, but key thing here, it takes time. It just takes time. This is don't expect we give you a medication or a supplement or change something or put you on hormones. And then a week later, you come back and you have a thick, full, you know, full head of hair. It, it This takes time. Sure. And I imagine it takes quite a bit of time just because of the rate at which hair grows. Yeah, exactly. And we will get this um, this gradual thickening. I mean, just, you know, exactly like what you're talking about. And the, nothing's damaged. This will come back. We just have to figure out what's going on and and get that fixed. Now, you know, we talked about the standard telogen effluvium lasts up to six months. Anything over six months is considered chronic telogen effluvium. We go kind of down a little bit different pathway. But again, got to identify the cause. Sure. Just like with everything else we do in functional medicine, what caused this? Sure. Uh, so the last kind of uh, alopecia that we're going to talk about is an androgenic alopecia. So androgens are male hormones, testosterone, dihydrotestosterone, um, and basically the, the dihydrotestosterone uh, targets the hair follicle a little bit differently and can cause uh, hair loss. Generally, it's in this male pattern baldness type uh, kind of hair loss, and there's a lot of things that we can do for that, male or female, 
uh, it can still be androgenic. And when you're aggressive with replacing est- or, uh, testosterone and trying to optimize those, because patients so often feel so much better that you may need to manage some of these hormones that are causing, that could be causing or exacerbating some of the hair loss for women. So, and last thing I'll say before the break is that obviously there is an association with thyroid and, uh, and hair loss. And for a long time, I looked at why, and there's actually a study. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. There's actually a study that uh, shows, uh, let's see, this was Journal uh, of Clinical Endocrinologic Metabolism from 2008. And they showed that the human hair follicles are direct targets of thyroid hormones. And specifically, we're talking about T3 that can modulate uh, multiple hair biology parameters. So when it turns on, when it turns off, it's growing, telogen, uh, antigen, those kinds of things, uh, and can also affect hair color uh, in regards to its pigmentation. So thyroid directly impacts hair gr- uh, growth or uh, or loss. So that's another important thing to consider. It's not really an androgenic hair loss, but that would be another thing to consider as well. So I know that we've done a few podcasts on the thyroid um, in the past. And so for anybody that's interested, hey, you know, I've heard my doctor mention that or maybe I need to look into that a little more. You can go back and listen to those episodes, but we're going to take a quick break here. Um, And when we come back, I want to learn more about uh, how the different hormones really affect uh, the hair growth and hair loss. Absolutely. Are you tired and fatigued? Are you frustrated with doctors because they just don't seem to listen? Do you want to fix your pain without surgery? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then we are the clinic for you. We offer prolotherapy, PRP or platelet-rich plasma therapy, and stem cell injections, IV nutritional therapies, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, and functional medicine to get you back on track to optimal health. Call our clinic at 918-935-3636 or visit our website at www.revolutionhealth.org to schedule your appointment today. Okay, we are back with Dr. Chad Edwards, and we are talking about one of uh, we're talking about a hairy topic here, um, <laughs> <laughs> or a yeah, well, hopefully hairy, hopefully hairy, at least a hot topic, yeah. and that is hair and hair loss, yeah, and hair regrowth and restoration, right? And so, uh, in the first uh, half of the podcast episode here, um, we were talking about the different types of hair loss right. okay and uh, the different phases that hair go- goes through um, but really all the listeners are wondering dr edwards how this is me you've spent the first half of this episode talking about me and now they want to know how do i fix it yeah so this is the fun part because this is where we get to make a difference and understand there are other reasons that you can have hair loss we're just covering a few of them and some things that we really need to consider but it's not this big oh my gosh my hair's falling out i don't know what's going on and uh it's not like there's this you are not alone you're not the only one that's experiencing this uh, we see a lot of this and there are things that we can do about it so that's what we're going to get into here okay so uh, you've broken it down into the five steps of restoration the five steps of restoration and so as we go through we're gonna we're gonna number each one and then we'll recap them at the end but why don't you get us into this first one here yeah so the first one is you know evaluating why do you have hair loss is this something that was like triggered by a physical or psychological stress is there uh, you know a major hormone change not just too much hormones but is there a major hormone change so having going from too low to too high too high to too low 
anything like that can shock the system and cause the, uh, the issues. Are there medications that could be causing this? Uh, so we've got to identify why do you have hair loss? You know, a lot of our patients, and as a side effect of the testosterone or the, the pellets that we use for hormone replacement, uh, we do, you do use other forms of hormone replacement, but, you know, specifically with, with pellets, uh, one of the potential side effects is hair loss or a thinning of hair. So what do we do about that? And how do we adjust for that? And that's part of these five things. But is that the real cause? You, just because you were started on testosterone replacement does not mean, you know, as a female, it does not mean that the reason for your hair loss is testosterone. So we have to know what it is that we're dealing with. If you had a psychological stress, we got to make that go away. The physiological stress, make that go away. Medications. We may need to adjust some medications, get rid of some medications, which is we're going to try to do that as much as we can anyway, when possible. Uh, so identify the underlying cause and treat that. That's a tradition. I mean, that's just a standard functional medicine approach to anything. So here, step one, identify the cause, work on that. Step two is so common, and that's where we've talked about all these podcasts in the past, or many of these podcasts in the past about thyroid health and function. We know that T3 specifically targets the human hair follicle and has a big effect on the hair follicle. When we look at, you know, I was trained to look at thyroid and I don't want to rehash all the podcasts that we did in the next, you know, five minutes, but uh, basically I was trained that TSH is all you need for thyroid management. Uh, but what I have seen is that patients do much, much, much better when you optimize their T3. The I've had patients where they, they came in and they were on T3 only replacement because of, you know, a number of conditions, number of issues. Uh, and we have to monitor that very closely, uh, and which, which we do. We watch those things. We monitor them. But those patients can feel fantastic when their T3 levels are optimal, but their T4 may be like absent and their TSH may be completely suppressed. So T3 is the hormone you need. That's what needs to be uh, measured that's what needs to be adjusted. So step number two is optimize T3. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's okay. a that's a really good way of saying that. Okay. Uh, TSH alone isn't going to do it. Uh, we got to optimize T3. And okay. there are other things, nutritional factor, all kinds of things. I mean, it's multiple podcasts that we've done are targeting that issue. Sure. Optimize T3. Okay. Uh, so step three is basically a supplement. And it is a supplement that helps to enhance type 1 collagen. Type 1 collagen is important for a lot of things. We've done a lot of podcasts on prolotherapy and how important that is. And type 1 collagen is foundational for ligaments and tendons. Uh, and prolotherapy is targeting those things. It's essential, type 1 collagen, for bone health. It is the rebar, if you will, of the concrete and the highway. It's You cannot have optimal bone health without having that uh, that uh, matrix of collagen. Uh, it imparts much of the structure of the bone and it's, you know, the structure of bone is not just this calcium or calcium hydroxyapatite uh, uh, concentrate. It is, there's multiple things to it and type one collagen is essential. Uh, so it's good for that. Uh, it's also good for your skin and it's good for your nails and it's good for your hair um, or that, that you have those, those things are composed of type one collagen. So there is a supplement uh, that is a silicone and choline stabilized orthosilicic, uh, silicic, um, orthosilicic, yeah, orthosilicic acid, uh, OSA. 
Um, so, but it's silicone and choline stabilized uh, orthosilicic acid. Uh, so that there are randomized placebo controlled double blinded studies showing benefit with skin, with it, reducing fine lines and wrinkles, with bones, increasing bone mineral density, as well as increasing the strength of hair and nails. So I think it's very important uh, to add in a, a supplement. We've got a very good one in our clinic. I absolutely love it. We see excellent results with uh, bone mineral density. We may have talked about it in, in the uh, osteoporosis uh, podcast, but fantastic stuff. Does a great job. Uh, step four is another supplement, biotin. Uh, you want to make sure that you've got you know good 5,000 micrograms one to two times a day. Uh, so you got two supplements here, three is the uh, the silicone stuff for is biotin and then the last step uh, is in regards to the androgens and how they affect us so so often you know we'll put people on uh, testosterone replacement because they find that they generally do better but the conversion of testosterone to another androgen called dihydrotestosterone can lead to increased hair loss and there's an enzyme that converts testosterone to uh, dihydrotestosterone or DHT, and that's 5-alpha reductase. Lots of commercials out there, or at least there have been in the past, for a medication known as Propecia. And you can use Propecia for preventing the conversion of testosterone to dihydrotestosterone, and it is FDA indicated for preventing or reducing hair loss uh, for men. Uh, and I, there may be... I, I, if I remember correctly, they may have added the indication for women as well. But you can use that, especially in, in the realm of testosterone replacement, you can use uh, this uh, uh, Propecia for inhibiting the conversion of testosterone to dihydrotestosterone. So that's something that we can do, and it's one milligram daily or every other day. So that would be something to consider there. Um using there are some supplements that are that are very good uh the one that comes to mind is salt palmetto uh, but there are others we've got one specifically in our clinic that's just again fantastic hopefully we'll have this up on the store before too long uh which we're making great progress on the store by the way uh but hopefully we'll have that supplement up does a really nice job at preventing or slowing that conversion of testosterone to dihydrotestosterone uh, which is both good for prostate uh, issues in men but it's also good for hair loss. And we've got that issue in women on testosterone. This supplement, great idea. And I would probably start there before I went on to Propecia. Um, there are some solutions that can be compounded that have estradiol and progesterone. Uh, you can. There's one that has uh, latanoprost, which is another name for latisse. Some women will use that for their eyelashes and can help their eyelashes grow thicker. Uh, but it also has minoxidil, which is another known... Uh, medication for growing new hair and uh, we've been using that for men for for quite a while uh, and you can compound that as a solution rub it on the top of your head and uh, and you can grow some new hair that way and then the last thing is another medication called spironolactone and generally i'll prescribe that as 50 milligrams twice a day so take a 100 milligram tablet cut it in half use that twice a day and it protects that hair follicle from the dht or the dihydrotestosterone and we'll also see some benefit with um, some of the acne that can be associated with testosterone replacement. So several different things that we use for combating the issues with sex hormones or testosterone uh, under that fifth, number five umbrella. Sure. So I want to recap these for everybody that's listening, okay? The first step 
to hair restoration. Okay. If maybe you're losing some hair, maybe your hair's, maybe you're not going so far as to saying you're losing hair. Maybe your hair's just thinning, thinning. That's right. Thinning. Um, the first is to evaluate why, right. okay? You can't treat just the the symptom, okay? You got to treat what's causing the symptoms, right? Right. And that's functional medicine 101. Step number two is optimize T3, yep. okay? You can't just evaluate TSH. You right. got to also evaluate and optimize T3. That's exactly right. Okay. Number three is supplement type one collagen. Okay. The same stuff that's making up your bones, same stuff that makes up your nails and uh, your skin. And it also affects your hair. So yep. you need that type one collagen as well. Well, it, it's a supplement that enhances type one. collagen. It's a, it's a yeah. supplement that enhances the type one. collagen. Exactly. Okay. Does a great job. Okay. Number four is biotin. Okay. And uh, you're saying that for somebody that's experiencing this hair thinning, you're saying 5,000 micrograms yep. a day. Yep. One to two times a day. One to two times a day. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, lastly is managing the uh, sex hormones and testosterone. Um, the basically interceding in between the conversion of testosterone to dihydrotestosterone. You got it. Boom. I'm almost starting to sound like I know what I'm talking about. It's amazing. I'm like it, Marshall's mini medical school. Yeah, exactly. It, it's awesome. And I'm so excited. Well, in it's in, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have zero medical background here. And so I know that if I'm able to follow along here, hopefully you are as well. If at any point they have questions, the listeners have questions like I probably will afterwards. I'll ask you off air. Um, where can they go for more information or how can they get in contact with you? So obviously you can go to our website, revolutionhealth.org. Uh, there is an email that you can, uh, in fact, there's a link on the website. You can send us questions if you need. Uh, you can always call our clinic at 918-935-3636. Uh, and obviously, you know, schedule an appointment, come in and see us. If, you are, if you're having hair loss, there's, you, you need a thorough lab evaluation. That's looking at all of your hormones, all of your uh, thyroid issues, all of those kinds of things. And let us try and get to the bottom of why you're having thinning hair. Let's get that fixed. But remember, it takes time. It is not an overnight solution. If we identify it and get the right solution, it could take several months to gain uh, success. I think I'd like black curly hair for the next episode. Do you think we could make that happen? Yeah, but we're going to have to induce baldness first mm. and put you in uh, antigen effluvium. And if that doesn't work, we might have to do it again and again until we get the right combination. Or we could just buy me a wig. Well, that would work. Dr. Edwards, thank you so much. Thanks, Marshall. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast with Dr. Chad Edwards. Tune in next week where we'll be going against the grain.